Hey, thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Tree of Life Church podcast. It's our prayer that these messages help connect you to the life, love, and power of Jesus. One of the things that we need to look at, and I know I told you, I know that I told you like for the last couple weeks that today we're gonna do the 18th. We're gonna do prayer and we're gonna wrap the series up but God wouldn't let me. I, it's funny because I, I'm the guy that listens to all these pastors that get up and say, well, I had another message, but God changed it. No, he didn't. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I gave you the wrong one. Let's do this one instead. I didn't know this person was going to be there. So let me give you this one. It's like, at some point in time, I'm going to remember to hear him and say yes the first time instead of kind of put a message together and then have to change it because it's not what he's wanting. As I was looking and studying through the scripture again in Ephesians 6.10, there's so much in there. And looking at the different pieces of armor and looking at that verse 18 about prayer, I just couldn't get past the fourth piece listed. Let's go there for this morning. Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle's not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, let me stop for just one second right there. I need to clarify something on how I've been using this phrase through the course of the series. I've been talking about we live in evil days, and I agree, we all live in evil days, but I don't believe this is what this is saying. I believe this is wanting it to be more specific to your situation. So I've been talking about the evil, evil days and just generalities, and we all would agree, yes, we're in evil. Can I say it this way, though? It's more proper, uh, more correct to say it, we're living in the last days. As these things, the Bible says, happen in the last days, right? And they're going to keep happening. And that's okay. It's just knowing the time that we live in. And you need to know the time we live in so you know how to live with a sense, not of fear, but urgency. I need to do what God's asking me. But then there's the evil day, your evil day, when it looks like all hell is landed on your front porch, camped out in your front yard all night and wouldn't let you sleep, right? And now they're banging on the door trying to kick it down when it's up in your face, when you're overwhelmed, when it looks like all, everything, all hell's broken loose. And that's what this is talking about, your evil. Your evil day may look different than my evil day. It may not even be the same day. So this is talking about when you face that moment that all hell's broke loose in you, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything to stand, stand. Stand firm then. Now listen, we talked about these items. With the belt of truth, the center piece of everything around your waist, buckled around your waist. Can we go back? Let's go back. Uh, With the breastplate of righteousness in place, covering your heart, right decisions, right choices. And with your feet, we did this last week, feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, the gospel, the four gospels that talk about the life of Jesus, his death, his burial, and his resurrection. In addition to all this, in addition to all this, in addition to these three things, these three things start with have, meaning that verb means always have on, Always be clothed with the belt of truth. Always be clothed in truth. Always be clothed with the breastplate. Always walk in righteousness. And always be your feet fitted with the gospel of peace. Always be a person of peace. A person of truth, righteousness, and peace. Always. Never take that off. Wear it all the time. And then he says, in addition to all this, as if this was going to complement those, take up. He switches verbs. He goes from have to take up. Meaning now, when you need it, pick it up. The other three, truth, righteousness, peace, always be clothed in that. But when you need it in the evil day, you need to pick up, you need to pick up, you need to pick up the shield of faith or the shield that is faith, okay? And it says this, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil evil one. 
It goes on to say, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray. We're gonna get, I promise, at some point we're gonna get to this. I'm not, I'm not gonna tell you when anymore. <laughs> we're gonna get to this. And today, in fact, we're just gonna introduce the shield of faith. It's what we have time for. But I want you to understand some things about faith because faith is so controversial, seemingly. It's, so, it's, it, it's hard to grasp, to grasp. It's so misunderstood and maybe misappropriated, right? It's like this fleeting thing that we're always chasing and running and trying to grab faith. I need faith for this. I need faith for that. And I don't, I don't believe that's at all. And I believe this piece of armor helps us understand that a bit better. And in fact, what's funny to me is all the discussions I have about faith. Some people are like, are you on that faith church? And I'm like, yeah. Amen. You're not? And I want to say, are you saved? And if they say yes, well, then it took faith to get saved. <laughs> you had enough faith for that. I have people like, do you guys preach that health and wealth mess with the health and wealth gospel? And I'm like, you mean like as opposed to sick and broke? <laughs> I don't know that gospel. In fact, that's not gospel because that's not good news. Yes, we preach the good news here, the gospel, amen? But what they're saying is they're talking about your faith because that's what it takes to appropriate what God has. And so it, takes a, it says pick up the shield of faith and, and I love this. I was raised in a, in a home of faith and we're people of faith and we walk by faith and this church is, a, this church is here today because of faith. Yeah. Amen. Faith all along the way for over almost 42. You saw what you saw on the screen because of faith. Because of the faith of those people, because of the faith of us and all of you praying and because of faith. And what we need to know here is when we're talking about the scripture, it talks about Faith, and, and faith in a way that we need to understand it, uh, what faith really is, because uh, I think we have a misunderstanding about faith, and we need to understand that this shield that is faith is what covers you. So understand the Roman soldier, when he talks about the shield of faith, had a, a shield that was two and a half feet wide, four feet tall. And what would happen in a battle, they would put it even on the ground so their feet are protected and they could crouch down under it and be fully covered. In fact, if they had other soldiers next to them that had shields, they would stand shoulder to shoulder and they'd get down behind their shields. It would cover, it could cover the whole army and even would cover people that didn't quite have a shield at that moment in time. So that's why it's important to be in a church. In a body believer, you're struggling with your faith, you're not sure what faith is, then get around faith people. <laughs> Listen, don't run from faith people. Unless they're on late night TV. They didn't run from those guys. They're a little crazy anyways. I don't know, but anyways. But don't run from that. Be drawn to that. Because faith will cover. If positioned or used correctly, it will cover you in your evil day. In the evil day. Can you hear me? Oh, I feel like it just went out. Oh, maybe it's my ears. <laughs> praise the Lord. Uh, <laughs> no, not praise the Lord. Uh, the question is, what is faith then? And we have time just to kind of introduce this. And next week we have Pastor Jim. We'll pick it up the following week. Let me give you a very simple definition because it doesn't matter. If you don't understand it, then it doesn't do you any good. A simple definition. Faith is acting on the truth. You mean the truth, that truth belt that you have around you, you're supposed to have on all the time? Yes, Absolutely. That way you always have access to faith because you always have a belt of truth on or you are to have a belt of truth on. Meaning faith is connected or faith is acting on God-based knowledge. God-based knowledge. If you don't know the truth or you don't act on the truth, faith is meaningless. It's not some feeling or some emotion. John 8, 32 says this, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free or set you free. It's the truth you know that brings freedom. 
It's the truth you know or act on that brings freedom. You are only as free to the degree of truth that you know or act on. And faith is acting on God's truth. So in order to have faith, you have to find truth. The truth is God's view on the matter. What is God's view on the matter? I'm amazed that when I sit down with people at times in the time of their need and we're talking about faith, and one of the first things I'm gonna ask them is, well, what are you standing on? Yeah. And what I mean by that, and I'll walk it out further with them, what truth, God's truth, what's God's view on the matter? Yeah. And I'm surprised and amazed at how many people just don't know. And I wanna say, and you're trying to activate your faith? Because your faith is connected to truth. If you don't have a truth to connect your faith to, then you're gonna be frustrated and all, all you're going on now is feeling and faith is not feeling or emotion. Amen. It's connected to the truth that you know. And it's not just reading a scripture and we talked a few days ago, it's not just about the graphe. And if you don't know what that means, go back and catch one a few weeks ago. It's not about the graphe, it's about the logos. It's about revelation. So you gotta get into the graphe and get the truth through logos where you have a scripture on the subject that you're believing God for and then you pray that out and then you meditate on that and then you pray on that and then you speak it out as a rhema word and it activates your faith. So your faith is connected to the truth that you know. And so sometimes people are kind of mistaken for feelings. Feelings will always leave you confused and disappointed because the feeling's not attached to the truth. Here's a great thing about that. Feeling is attached to circumstances, which change all the time. You can't even control most of them. But truth is attached to God and who he is and way, how he views the situation. And that changes not. It doesn't need to, because it's truth, it's his truth. And so we have to understand that. So our faith is connected to truth. And our faith is connected to truth. Now listen to how this works. Our faith then connects to truth and the truth reveals the right choices we should make Amen. according to the truth. And when we make right choices according to the truth, we find ourselves in God's peace no matter our circumstances. The peace the Bible said, we talked last week, that passes understanding. I don't even know why I'm, I shouldn't even be in peace right now. But I'm in peace right now because I've got the truth of God's word and I acted on it and all of a sudden now I have this peace and now faith covers me Amen. from all the assignments of the enemy. So it's important. Faith is only faith when it's tied to God's truth. It's not faith any, we call it faith, but it's just feelings. And if you're calling feelings faith, you're gonna always be confused and disappointed. In fact, here's what's, what you're gonna do. You're gonna try and create more feelings. Now I found, instead of a feeling of fear, I found a feeling of somewhat chaos management peace. And you're just deceiving yourself. And you know what you're gonna do? You're gonna say, well, I don't have enough faith or God doesn't care. And God's like, attach it to the truth. And so we go on and people that love us and stuff will say, you just don't have enough faith. Well, what does that mean now? I'm gonna just have to try and create some more emotion where I feel okay emotionally for a moment because I've gotten pretty good at chaos management. No, I'm trying to generate some kind of feeling. I, just, I need the truth. You, you, you want more faith? Get more truth. You want more faith? Act on the truth you already know. Start there. So it's not, it's not, it's not a faith issue. It's a truth issue. And that's why when you read down the progression, that's why the, the belt of truth is central. It's central to our lives. You have to be in the truth. 
So you can go to our website. If you don't know how to get in there, you can go to our website and you can find a Bible reading plan. Why? Because you need to get in the truth. And then you can find a prayer plan. Why? Because you need to see it through the spirit more than the natural. Because everything has a spiritual root. That's what this whole series is about. But you need to attach your faith to the truth. It's not about feelings. It's not about emotions. Faith is simply acting like God is telling the truth. (laughs) I love that. If you're not interested in finding God's view on a matter, forget about having a discussion on faith. Because faith is attached to the truth, which is God's view on a matter. And so, otherwise, we find ourselves uh, running for more faith. People will think, if I can get a little more faith, maybe I can get a little more help. No. And so we blame God. And that's why there's people that don't like this faith movement, if you will. Well, for them, it's not faith. It's their feelings. And it's that disappointment. You set people up for disappointment. No, God never lets you down. But you're basing it on your feelings and not on God's truth. And, th- and that means that I-, I, can, I can have faith attached to truth even when I don't feel like it. Even when I don't agree with it. Even if I don't want it. If it's truth and I attach my faith to it, it works. It works whether I like it, whether I agree with it, or whether I feel like it. But when we allow faith to be defined by feelings, we will always be confused and disappointed. (laughs) I'll tell the story and then wrap this up as introduction and save the rest two weeks from now. Peter, when Jesus called him, it's a great story. Peter's out fishing, fished all night. The Bible says he came to the shore, he didn't catch anything. They're, clean, they're getting ready to clean their nets. They're just right there in the shallows. And Jesus says, hey, did you catch anything? No, he fished all night, caught nothing. Throw your net on the other side of the boat. And can you imagine for one moment what that must have meant to a fisherman? Hey, man, I appreciate it, but you just stick to teaching, I'll stick to fishing. The sign says Zebedee Fishing Company. You just go make your little chairs, make your little tables. Mr. Carpenter, we got this, right? I mean, I, we fished all night and caught nothing, and now we're in the shallows, and, and that doesn't make sense to us. Because the fish in the Gal- Sea of Galilee, they don't bite during the day. They, they, you fish at night for them. That's, we're experienced. It's what we do. You realize it's what my dad did, my grandfather did. What does your father do? <laughs> and so it, anyway, okay. Some of you will get that on the way home. <laughs> and, then, and we're in the shallows. And when the sun comes up, the fish go to the deeper water. We come in because the fish come into the shallows at night to feed. That's why we fish here at night. It doesn't make any sense. But nevertheless, teacher, at your word, it doesn't make sense to me. My experience says it won't work. Nothing says it's going to work. But nonetheless, at your word, we'll do it. Cast your net to the other side. Catch a haul that the greatest catch they've ever had in their life. Their boat begins to sink. They call other people out. They come to the shore. And Peter says, I will follow you. And Peter discovered a great principle of faith in that moment. We know too much. We know too much. You got to get out of your head and get in his truth. Because my Bible says all oh, that we would have faith like a child. We would approach God with childlike faith that I don't understand it and makes no sense to me, but it's your truth and I'm gonna act on that. 
I'm gonna make right decisions, right choices, protecting my heart through righteousness. And I am gonna, in the midst of my storm, because I have listened to your truth and I have made decisions and choices around it, then I am, it doesn't even make sense why I have peace right now. I am peaceful in the midst of a storm because my faith is attached to your truth and it covers me like a shield. We know too much. We try and put our knowledge and our own wisdom and experiences into things that don't make sense, but they're still truth. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are greater than our thoughts. He sees things we can't even imagine or hope to see. It's his truth. We need to know the truth. I heard somebody say it this way. We're more educated in the world than the word. Some of us has master degrees in the subject of our life, but we drop out, we're dropouts in the word. But it's the truth that you know that will set you free, that you attach right decisions, right choices, breastplate of righteousness guarding your heart, going the right way, that will bring the peace that passes understanding that doesn't even make sense how you're so calm in the midst of a storm, and that is faith surrounding you like a shield. So come back two weeks from now. <laughs> come back next week, please. But come back, and we're gonna pick this back up because there's so much more I wanna get out to you. I don't wanna rush it. I wanna make sure we have time to talk through a little bit more because we need to be people of faith. Amen. You realize we are called to be people of faith? It's, it, the Bible says it's, we walk by faith, not by sight, meaning it's a lifestyle. It's, it's not even in the, in the evil day. Thank goodness that we can pick up the shield of faith in the evil day when hell, hell's landed on your front porch, but it's a lifestyle, which means we need to have a lifestyle of being in God's truth so we can make right decisions and right choices protecting our heart with that breastplate of righteousness so then we know that we are dressed not only in righteousness and in truth, but in peace in the midst of storms of the world that we live in today. And we are covered by that shield of faith. Amen. Thanks again for joining us this week. We pray that this message encouraged and inspired you. If you want to find out how you can be a part of Tree of Life, just go to our website, treeoflifechurch.org. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend. 